0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on the very time you're listening to this podcast. My name is Okadike Stewart, and in today's podcast, I will be doing a second installment on the review of our book for the month of March 2021, Why Jesus Appears to People Today, written by Mel bond now in the initial installments in this series i gave us reasons why we should read the book things we are likely going to see when we go through the pages of that book you know there are so many things i talked about so if you haven't listened to that you can quickly go you know look for it somewhere and get to listen to it as well i remember saying that according to the author jesus wants to appear to every one of us and um, i also established that day that god's word is a very strong foundation and a very key priority for everyone that desires to be visited by jesus so today i'll be doing two things firstly i'll be giving us More reasons why Jesus wants to appear to us. Remember that day I told us that he wants to appear to everyone? Yes, that is a fact. Christ wants to appear to everybody. And indeed, he is appearing to us. He is visiting us. Just that sometimes because of our lack of understanding, because of our spiritual insensitivity, we don't really know that Christ is reaching out to us. And then secondly I will share with us four types of visions according to the book you know the book the author of the book took his time to demonstrate different classes of vision and their unique character so God permitting us we are going to look at that as well so why does Jesus appear to people today that is this school of thoughts that believe that you know manifestation of the spirit, divine visitation and um, other form of supernatural order ceased after the days of the first line of apostles so that today all those things does not happen anymore is that really true Well. That is not true because we do have divine visitations today. We do have people share testimony of how they got visited by God. We do have testimony of people who, you know, had some kind of experiences that you can only describe to be divine. So in our generation, in our time, Christ still appears to people. In our time, spiritual gifts are still relevant so why all that our fathers you know experience all that they put down for us is it not enough why would christ still have need to appear to individuals in our dispensation now the first reason according to the author please um in my place, we have a neighbor has a dog, and someone knocked at the door, so the dog is reacting all right let's go on. I don't think these dogs will stop back anytime soon, so I want to I want to just go on. I just pray you guys are hearing me clearly, okay, now the first reason we have here is because of the word Christ appears to people because of the presence of the word of God in them he said that if you abide that we should commanded us to abide in him and he will what, abide in us if you read them um, the book of John chapter 14 verse 21 that place Christ was saying something about him manifesting to those, you know, that keep his commandments. So that word manifest means to show. It means to appear. It means to declare. So when we love God's word, and remember in John chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible said that the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and that word was God. So immediately you love God. Christ, who is the Word, according to John chapter 1, verse 1, that says that in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So Christ, who is the Word made flesh, will exhibit Himself in person to you. He will appear to you. That's just it. It doesn't really matter anything once you have the Word of God in you. You remember um, a certain man called Saul, who you know God repented and turned out to be a very great apostle. Saul was a very knowledgeable person. In fact, his persecution of Christians to to him, he believes he was doing God a very good service. Do you understand? Until he had a divine encounter with Christ. So, Jesus, we always appear to you. Now, Christ was able to appear to him because he knew the word of God. It was just a function of, you know, application. His problem has to do its application. So, once you have the word of God in you, once you are very familiar with it, and of course, you are keeping it, Paul, Apostle, Saul, you know, before he became Paul, Saul, in his own way, was zealously serving God, you know, the way he was meant to understand, until he got the, the conversion. So once you receive the Word of God, once you have the Word of God in you, and you are judiciously doing that which you are commanded to do, Christ, we, has, we have no option than to appear to you and his appearing will be in person and when he appears he's either coming to you know admonish to encourage you more like or help you get your path straight so the first reason why christ appears to people today is because of the word of god the presence of the word in their life so if you want to have that experience of christ visiting you as well then eat the word and be a doer of everything you are instructed to do number two the grace of god appearing of christ is not always a function of our religious you know um output it's not a function of um how much work we have done it's not a function of how hard we have worked appearing of christ sometimes is an evidence of grace is a divine privilege do you understand it is not something that you always have to be qualified to get there is always apart from as i said earlier studying the word of god and um you know doing it There is really no, there is no special qualification. Like someone would saying that maybe it's only the man of God or certain, you have to get to certain level of spirituality to be qualified to, for Christ to meet you. No. As I said earlier, Christ is always reaching out to each and every one of us, according to our level, for different reasons. So, by the grace of God, He is always there. To reach out to you so the second reason why Christ appears to us all is because of the grace of God and that through that grace we all have the privilege of him appearing to us that grace that privilege came about through the blood his blood paid or paved the way for him to appear to us the that Christ came to reconcile before his coming there was a very huge separation the sin of man you know brought about a huge gulf between god and man but at christ appearing there was or rather at his manifestation there would that that's that, you know that separation was done so he has reconciled us to god so by virtue of that privilege which was brought about by his blood that was shed upon the cross of Calvary, everyone that believed in him is you know, entitled to that honor of being visited irrespective of how you know religious or spiritual they might be. Christ does not appear to special people because all human being is just as valuable as the next to Jesus. He wants to appear to all of us. So, God is not a respecter of person. Before Christ, we are all one do you understand we are all equal we all have similar or equal standing in him we are all preserved in Christ by the grace of God so when Christ appears to people it is because of the love he has for them. It is because of the grace of God. It is because of what the privilege is. It's part of the privilege, part of the redemptive packages that is being made available through the blood shed upon the cross. It is not because we are deserving of it. It is not because we are more special than others. When you read the book, you will really understand the author used his life, share some of his own visions, some of his visitation at Christ, you know some of the visitation that he experienced himself using it as an example or illustration to demonstrate what he was trying to say then the final reason why christ will appear to people today is to fulfill god's word yes the word of god made us to understand that you know that love is the fulfilling of the all commandments he said that we should love the Lord our God with all our hearts, with all our mind, with all our strengths. So when Christ appears to people, is to fulfill the unconditional love that God has towards us. He wants this love to rule our lives. He wants to open the door to having a personal manifestation in our life through the love of God. So when Christ is appearing to people, his motive, the 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 the, the whole intent is to show forth his love. Remember in the case of Saul who later turned Paul it was love. Christ had love for his people that were being murdered and being brutalized. Christ had love for Saul himself, he knew that the devil has hijacked his destiny and was using it in a very very wrong way. So it was love for humanity. It was love that made Christ to make that move to, in order to save lives and preserve destiny. So love is a big influence when it comes to Christ appearing to people. It is his love that he wants to establish in our life. He wants to make that love to rule our lives. He wants to give us an example. He wants to show us practically how these things are possible. Sometimes when we talk about the unconditional love of God, people will say that it is very difficult, that man cannot have this kind of love, that it, we are not Christ. We, we say so many things to you know justify our cruelty. So sometimes Christ has to appear physically has to appear to us bodily or in other ways in order for us to see to have an experiential testimony of this unconditional love of god so for anyone that wants to establish the manifestation of christ in their life there is a need for you to make the love of god a standard for your living in The last statement I made, I was talking about Christ appearing to us bodily and through other ways. That will take me to the next thing I want to discuss with us this moment. And that is the different kinds of vision. Yes, the word vision is, um, is a very common word. We have been having a vocabulary building challenge where we try to Bring at least one word every day a word that is not that popular in our daily conversation and then um, discuss it and it would be funny for me to pick a word like vision because it's a very common word people you know vision 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 many Bible passages mentions the word vision and in our conversation we use it a lot but indeed vision is deeper than what we think in our teaching series The the initial topic, the topic that the Spirit of God laid in my heart was actually, you know, sight and vision. So I wanted to use that module to enlighten people on the vast contrast and, um, of course, the similarities between sight and vision. Of course, your sight, you make use of your physical eyes. There are things that your eyes can see so with sight you can come to receive information then there is a vision things you receive not by your physical eyes but by the eyes of the mind that is what vision so vision um a man might not have eyes a mind might be blind physically yet visionary vision is not just um, what you can see around you you might not see anything you might have darkness be in darkness yes by your through your mind eyes you are seeing further than someone whose eyes are functioning do you understand so vision is a very complex um kind of word if you begin to break down if you sit down to start breaking down what it means and for us to understand what vision truly represents and, you know, what it demonstrates, there is need for us to look at the different types of vision. Just as we, when you want to define love, you need to look at the different kinds and characters of love. The same way to define vision, you need to look at the different class and characteristics of vision. Now, to do this, we'll be looking at... The four different kind of visions according to the author of this book. Remember that I'm only reviewing the book, and today my review is not critical as I'm known to be. I'm trying to do a kind of descriptive kind of um, review where I just throw more lights or you know explain some of the things that were said in the book. A time will come when I will criticize or you know react negatively to some of the things i feel the book is not really you know put in the right way although i have not seen it for now everything i have come in contact with through the book i think they are very very acceptable so anybody can read the book if everybody should read it and i'm surprised that most of us here have not started reading the book i said i shared this book with us you know as at february all right now The first type of vision we have here is the Shazon, it's not really an English word. So please, it is spelled C-H-A-Z-O-N. To understand this kind of vision, you need to read Proverbs Proverbs 29 verse 18, where the Bible says that my people perish because they lack vision. That is the past a then the verse continues now this kind of vision is a mental vision a sight a dream a revelation or an oracle that comes from the mind a mental is not something you see vividly from the mind it means to perceive or contemplate specifically to have a vision to provide so when you perceive or contemplate things based on what you read based on what you hear based on your feeling then you have a vision this vision as I said earlier still in the minds, in the realm of your what's, of your mind the author believes that Proverbs 29 verse 18 says that if you keep the law which is the word of God, you will be happy. As I said earlier, the Bible says, after talking about vision, it continues that i that those that keep are, are happier. So you'll be happy because you will have revelation and oracles that you have initiated with your mental faculties. So once you read the word of God, once you maintain the word, there is some kind of convictions, there's some kind of um, some kind of vision that will have been established. With your mind so that even when you're not seeing some things because of the things you have come to you know build and solidify in your mind through the visions that is there you know existing you will not be moved people who with God's word can purposely have mental pictures so this kind of vision they are very purposeful they are intentional mental picture based on god's word and they are happy people they have a sense of fulfillment in their lives which is divinely supernatural every christian should mentally see god's word as truth constantly initiating mental vision gives us incredible spiritual strength so when this kind of vision is what will give you spiritual strength it will give you happiness it will give you fulfillment in life god's heroes we are people who purposefully had mental vision be it abraham be it enoch be it elijah even jesus and his apostles they all had mental vision so things doesn't always have to look the way they want it before you know for them to be happy their joy wasn't A function of what they can see. Their self-worth was not dependent on what was happening around them. Within them, they had a conviction. That conviction was the word of God. Mind you, mental visions can come from anything. You can your vision can be inspired from anything. But the vision we are concerned here are visions that come from God. Visions that are strengthened by the word of the Lord. Please, this dog, I don't know. The dog has a wire since so immediately I just pick up my phone to do this um this recording. They just started and I can't stop it I don't know when it's going to stop backing. It can back like this all day. Just a challenge. But in the midst of it all, we'll survive. Okay. So this type of vision, as I said earlier, there are visions that are concerned with things that um, come to us as we meditate on the word of god and they are self-initiated it is the simplest and anyone can have it anytime yet is the most important type of vision this vision they are self-initiated it is not an a god or they kind of vision it is not a vision that that is being given to you by God is a vision that you initiate yourself. So you can have it anytime. Do you understand? As far as you are reading the Word of God, it is the simplest kind of vision, yet it remains the most important. That is why the Bible says that where it does not exist, people do what perish. now as i conclude on this not to go to the second kind of vision i want us to take something out of what i'm saying here that it's only spiritually minded people that are open to this kind of spiritual world of visions spiritual minded people are only those that are open to god's world of spiritual vision so if you are not spiritual it is possible for you to read the Bible and yet the vision that will come out of it will be sensual. People have read John 3:16 and the best they can come out of out of it is, you know, business strategies and ideas. You know, people have read certain kind of the Bible and they just found something to strengthen their they are debauchy. They just found somewhere where they feel like what what is wrong that they do is being recognized. Is being It's being validated. Many people have used Bible verses to strengthen their sinful acts. So if you are not spiritual, you really cannot have claim to god's kind of vision so you need to be spiritual and spiritual means that you need to work on the spirit you need to do work in the light of god's word you need to be somewhat submissive to god and you are always attentive to what he is asking you to do per time else you will risk receiving visions from demon because yes visions too come from demon especially when it has to do with that of the mind Visions still can come from your own spirit as a man but for the sake of this book review, our focus is only on God's kind of vision. So you have seen that first of all, you have a role to play. You can initiate a vision for yourself by the word of God. I was I once read Oya Kilome. He said something that people always give a negative meaning to their dreams, that he was admonishing his audience to always give good interpretation to their dreams you dreamt that you ate and you wake up you're just like have finished you dream that they were chasing you you wake up you just you don't you it was like always in interp- gift positive interpretation to everything that has to do with you the accuracy of that statement is not something i am here to discuss but what i'm trying to explain to you is that then you should for you to you know, be someone that is being led by God's kind of vision. You need to start with what? Initiating the right kind of visions to the Word of God. So if you don't have the Word of God in you, then you have missed a very key step in your spiritual growth. People that have, you know, that that God intends to take far, that didn't sit down to... Study the word of God and build yourself up in it. Always stumble along the way. So it is the, the depth of the word of God that is in you that will sustain you and keep you as you continue in this journey. And as you read this word of God, the Bible told us, it said meditate. It's in the point of this meditation and pondering and this, you know looking at this word of God in your mind that this mental vision that we just explained begins to come or become a reality number two the first one as i said it was chazon c-h-a-z-o-n then the second one is Chizayon. this was a greek and a hebrew kind of words not english so if you don't get to catch them at least you should understand what they are all about you can Get to read this up in the book of Job, chapter 3, verse fifteen. For the first kind of vision we discuss, we give us Proverbs twenty-nine, verse eighteen. Now, this kind of vision, the second kind of vision, which is a chizayon, c h i z z a y o n, is a revelation, especially by dream. Dream is a is a time when God speaks to us and gives us instructions he speaks during the day session however many times we are so physically and mentally busy that we do not perceive or hear God's voice during the day so he waits until our bodies and our minds cannot dis, you know distract or interfere with our communicating with him communicating with us so you see that during the day God is speaking i said from the initial stage of this you know podcast that God is always speaking to us God is always trying to reach out. That's normal. However, however, sometimes we are so busy, we are so distracted, we are so preoccupied, we are insensitive. We can't even hear Him. And when we do, we don't even understand what He's saying. A lot of things around us is screaming for attention. So because of that, we don't get to hear from God all the time. So being a wise God that He is, He can wait for us when we have slept, when our body system looks partially shut down, where everything around us looks calm, and, you know, nothing will come in between. He will reach out to our soul. He reaches out to our soul, and then He begins to, to discuss with us. So that is why we dream. However, we need to know something that everywhere God is, for everything God does, Satan will always want to come to pollute, he will always come to destroy, to disrupt, and he will always come with counterfeit. So Satan has known over time that God speaks to people to dreams. So he himself, he has also found a way to also orchestrate disasters and um, confusion to dreams as well. That is just about. That is why it's very important for you to know the Word of God. When you know the Word of God, that's what kind of dreams you will have. You can be able to tell if this is actually from God or from the devil. We saw from the scriptures the significance of dream. A lot of people, even Jesus, was saved when he was a baby through dream that his father Joseph had. God, When God visited Solomon, the visitation that we all talk about, that he got asked him what he wanted. It was from. It was in a dream. It was not. God did not come to him physically, Do you understand? And there are so many other kind of visions. God visited um, Pharaoh, and through his, wish through the, the dream that he Pharaoh had, God used it to preserve the nation of Egypt and those around them. So God can show us things through dreams. He can also appear to us it's not every time that our dream has to be um symbol our dreams has to be illustration our dreams has to be pictures sometimes our dreams can be you know vividly about christ appearing to us and um showing us things or you know giving us advice and admonition so dreams are very very important it is also another type of vision so anyone that wants to have Divine visitation must take his dream very, very what serious. As a child of God, you must not joke with your dreams. As a child of God, you mustn't joke with your dreams. Your dreams are very, very, very what important. Now, knowing that God speaks to us through dreams will cause us to take our dreams more seriously. Just as I said, we must pray to God to give us the interpretation and search the scriptures for validation i've already explained all this that's knowing that the word of god is what will help us to validify, validate our dream rather sorry about that knowing, knowing the word of god will help us valid, 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 validate our dreams it will help us know if we are to accept the outcome of that dream or reject it and it is also good what to give us instruction and direction on what to do. There some kind of dreams that you have. You might need to, you know, make some kind of consultations and all. It is all based on the Word. The Word of God should guide you. Then we have a third kind of vision, which is Mara. This kind of vision, you see it in the book of Daniel chapter 10 verse 7, which is Mara. You see in the book of Daniel, chapter 10, verse 7. Please, I don't know. This dog is really stopping. The next one is, as I said, Mara M A R A H. Now, when this type of vision is in manifestation, a person will see, a person will see an immaterial appearance of an entity or being if you were to see jesus with this type of vision you will see the details of him but he will be transparent he will be more spiritual so this kind of vision is now is a very important one and it's a higher kind of vision is a vision that not everyone you know experiences this is the kind of vision that for those who have come to some level of spiritual understanding for those who are Operating in the gift of the spirit called the summoned of spirits, you know, they are the ones that usually work in this capacity mostly prophets. So, the people that can see into the spiritual realm. So, Jesus can appear when he appears, appears to you as a spirit. So, he's not tangible. he's not tangible like you should, can touch him and all. That's Mara. Do you understand? This kind of vision is um, is a very important one, and so one that needs to be well discussed. That is why I need you to read the book because the book has instances. Of, um, the the author shared an experience of how, when he had this kind of vision, especially for some of us that are growing that we know one day we will receive grace to to see. We will receive grace that to <laughs> for Jesus to also appear to us. Some of us that are also looking up to you know operating in such level of revelation as well. So we need to study, we need to understand so we will not be deceived because the devil can take advantage of things like this. And I remember in one of our teaching series we were discussing hallucination. And um, in that discussion, in that discussion I explained to us um, the, 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 the difference between hallucination and delusion. And um, revelation, and why we should not confuse them both. You know, someone that does not have experience can be hallucinating, and the person will think that he's seeing things that he's seeing the spiritual. <laughs> so, how do you know when you when you are when you are visited by Jesus? One thing that happened is that. You always want to share your testimony. Anyone that have divine encounter, they always want to share. They only want to spread the good news. But people that are delusional, people that are hallucinating, people that are, that are psychotic, what they do is that their, their psychotic crisis makes them withdrawn. It makes them want to be alone. It wants to separate them from the world. Do you understand? When Jesus said, Go into the world, make disciples of all nations. So when what you're experiencing is not a Mara, it's not a spiritual appearing of Jesus. Do you understand? Maybe you're suffering from schizophrenia. Do you understand? You you see that the outcome of this kind of experience is that you will be withdrawn. You will not want to... Talk to people about it, you always feel that they will misunderstand you, they will feel like um you are being threatened, you are being watched and all. But when it is divine visitation do you understand? And your spirit is alive to connect to what you know you receive. you will be out there to share it to people. Whether they accept that they receive it or they condemn or reject you, is what secondary. So the third kind of vision. According to this book, why Christ appears to people today, or rather, why Jesus appears to people today, is Mara. It was a kind of vision that Daniel had in the book of Daniel, chapter ten, verse seven. So most of our prophets, most of you know our ministers, even you don't need to be a, a, a leader in the church or a spiritual giant to also experience this kind. North vision but the reason why we always emphasize we always clamor for people to get grounded in the word of god you know is because we know how deceptive and manipulative the devil can be so we don't want you to collude with strange forces you know thinking that you are receiving from the lord you know most people they say the same people chase after vision they say people chase after voices some people they want to just hear i want to be hearing I want to hear i want to hear and before you know it a demon begins to speak to them and because they are not grounded enough to know that this to the sound, this is not the voice of god god cannot ask me to do stuff like this they become the guide so be careful in your pursuit of vision in your pursuit of voices be very very careful and the best way you can be careful is to study the word of god meditate upon it day and night and then you will prosper in every ways including in your spiritual life then the final one i'll be looking at is a comer a comer please as i said these words are not english so if I murder the pronunciation, forgive me. That is why I'm taking time to spell it. For those that will be patient enough to listen to this level, for those that will, you know, write the writing. Now, a comer is spelled E-R-C-H-O-M-A-I-E-R. E-R-C-H-O-M-A-I-E-R. You see uh, this kind of appearing of Jesus in the book of John chapter 20, you read 25 to 28. In this kind of vision, the appearing of Jesus is physical. He appears to you physically. You see him the way you see other human beings. He comes in with his body like you can touch him. You can feel him. Do you understand? he of course he might not he might not come to you open doors and he might just kind of walk through the wall you know as we saw in that bible verse when he appeared through certain disciples of his after his resurrection I don't think the bible the bible says something that he walked through you walk in and he didn't I don't think he opened the door to come in. Do you understand? Yet it was he, for him to show, you know, himself to Thomas and ask Thomas to touch him. That means he came in. he, he was, it was a three D. It wasn't like a Mara kind of visitation where he's transparent, where he is intangible. This one is a three D. So this is a three D visitation. where Christ visits you physically. You can feel him. So in this kind of vision, Jesus will be physical as any human being. But he will also be so spiritual that he can walk through a walk, as he did in the case with the disciples. There are times when Jesus appears like this and is in the form of a servant, as spelled out in Philippians 2 verse 7 and Mark 16 verse 12. Because of my time, I wouldn't want this um, podcast to run longer than usual. You can, on your own, get to read those verses to understand. So that Jesus is appearing to you, you know, physically, doesn't mean that he always has to appear as a judge, as a king, as royal with royalty. Sometimes he appears as a servant. Sometimes he appears quietly, you know, with humility. It's all, the way Christ will appear to you and the fashion in which he will appear depends on your level of understanding and maturity and the purpose for which he is appearing and the message he wants to pass across. Now, as I conclude, I want us to understand something, that when, whenever we are having supernatural visitation, whenever we are having divine encounter, whether it is Jesus or angels that are visiting us, when they come, they, all, they always have a particular message. They, have a, they don't just come, they come for business. When they come, they deliver their message, they are gone. So when you begin to hear stories like maybe, an angel came, somebody saw an angel, and the person was taking a picture with the angels. You begin to wonder, what kind of angel is that? Because the angel that will come to you has a clear message. Once, he's, once the message is delivered, boom, he's going. So when Jesus comes to you, once he communicates, sometimes their messages, they don't need to say so much to communicate. Once they appear, even in your heart, what they are communicating will be imprinted. Yes, it works that way too. They understand but so that that physical or that experience that vision is to show you how serious you know what they are talking to you about is so you can have a vision where Jesus reveals himself to you but he doesn't say anything but by interpretation of his appearing for example if if, if he appears to you weeping that the message is trying to communicate. If he appears to you smiling, that the message is communicating. If he appears to you angry, that the message is, is 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 communicating. Do you understand? I remember very well. I was reading a book. I think by, um, it's a testimony of um this man, Benihim. Benihim was saying that he when he was he had a, a heart surgery so and he was his eyes was open he saw jesus and um there was another person he's starting an instrumentalist on that place i think the harp around that when people comes the the, the man will play the harp and the book of judgments more like Ubu, or book of life or judgment the book of remembrance will be opened and god will look at it and then pass his judgment on the person so he's got to his storm. The book was open eventually. And then he looks at the face of Jesus. But the face of Jesus was not happy. Do you understand? And then he woke up. And that showed him that what well, that <laughs> he thinks that because he's a pastor, he thinks that but he's not yet there. He had to start reevaluating his life. So just imagine I said to myself, a healing evangelist at that level that i've also heard testimony of uh, a healing evangelist that was dying i was screaming demons are coming for me demons are coming for me just imagine a healing evangelist so when such a person if such a person had a vision before his death you know seeing christ appearing looking sad and not so happy or pleasing the person would have known that my life needs to be addressed. I need to challenge certain things going on in my life. Do you understand? So, it is not every time that Jesus appears to you that he has to make uh, a vocal pronouncement. Sometimes his, appear- his appearance, his um, look, and the fashion or the environment in which he shows himself to you has a whole message to, you know, to convey and the spirit of god will imprint those messages in your heart so my prayer for us is that as we continue in reading this book and as we have listened to this podcast that god himself will visit us there are so many things in our lives that needs visitation that needs the spirit of god to address and as we go through this book, I stumbled into this book and it has been so helpful and it is still helping me fast. This is a book I tell, I do tell myself, is a book I'm going to read for life because the station of Christ is something I need and I cherish and I can't be tired of having it. So I also look forward to an opportunity whereby I can also stand just like the way that Melbourne stood to share to my generation what Christ has done for me and is still doing in my life to god bless us all as we listen to this podcast please help us share and leave behind your review god bless you in the mighty name of jesus amen